Thanks, Yank. Hey, everybody, I'm Cam Stewart with your Sports Grid News Update. The listeners on Sumo Challenge, welcome to the show. Rafa Nadell will try to make sure the U.S. Open has at least one member of the Big Three in the semifinals. With Roger Federer and Novak Djokovic out of the tournament, Nadell, the two-seed, is the only major champion left on the men's side. He's going to face number 20, Diago Schwartzman, tonight at 8.30. Nadell, a monster favorite, minus 2,000. Schwartzman plus 1,000 on the spread, Nadell. Minus eight and a half games. Live action now. Matteo Bernatini versus Gay Malfi. Uh, we got Bernatini up right now. Two sets to one, but Malfi's he leads four to two in the fourth set. A good battle going on in the other semi. Daniel Medvedev minus one eighty versus Grigor D- Dimitrov. It's uh, plus one sixty in that battle. Ladies, Melinda Benchish off to her first Grand Slam semi, beating Donna Vikic. 7-6-6-3 the final. She'll now play the winner of tonight's quarterfinal between Canada's Bianca Andreescu and 15th seed Elise Mertens of Belgium. She's a 25 seed game time. Andreescu minus 190. Mertens is plus 160. Should be good. Serena Williams will meet Alina Spitalina in tomorrow's semifinal. Serena minus 270. Spitalina is plus 230. Baseball action live on the go today. It's over now. The Mets at Washington and the Mets after last night's collapse. We didn't know what to think, but they went 8-4 today. The Mets over the Nationals, and Pete Alonso keeps stroking. Home run number 45 in the win. Wheeler gets the win. Sanchez takes the loss. Zeke finally got his wish in a big payday. The Cowboys star running back ending his holdout today, signing a six-year $90 million extension. That contract contains $50 million guaranteed. He'll make Elliott the highest-paid tailback in football. He'll also be tied to Dallas through 2016 as the extension won't kick in until the rookie deal ends following 2020. The two-time champ will practice with the team today as they open up their season against the New York Giants. Dallas, seven-point favorites in that contest. Dallas still plans to give Elliott 20 to 25 snaps in week one, this according to the NFL Network. Uh, Meanwhile, the Cowboys will ultimately reset the market for running backs, previously vowing not to give record deals to any one of their contract-needy stars. Dallas still trying to hammer out extensions for quarterback Dak Prescott and wide receiver Amari Cooper, both free agents after this year. Reports indicate the Eagles proposed trades to the Chargers that would have seen running backs Melvin Gordon and Jordan Howard switch teams. The Chargers, they denied the offer, which also included the team switching mid-round picks and the Chargers eating some salary too. Gordon appears to be uh, set to skip the beginning of regular season while holding out for a brand new contract. In the NHL, the Arizona Coyotes have signed young forward Clayton Keller to an eight-year $57.2 million extension today. Keller was a Calder Trophy finalist in 2017-18, recording 65 points in 82 games. He had 47 last year with the offensively challenged Coyotes. The Coyotes also adding Phil Kessel this offseason. They're looking to make the playoffs. The LA Kings have signed forward Adrian Kempe to a three-year contract worth $6 million. He had 28 points last year in LA. Vancouver Canucks Inc. Nikolai Goldobin to a one-year $900,000 deal. He had 27 points in 63 games with the Canucks. In the NBA, Sacramento Kings guard Buddy Heel asking for donations to help Bahamas rebuild in the wake of Hurricane Dorian. For his part, Buddy Heald, a Bahamas native, has announced a donation of $100,000. Here's the rest of the MLB matchups for tonight. Two games before 7 o'clock, 635, we got Texas at New York. Yanks minus 150-10, Lynn versus Green. At 640, we have Philadelphia minus 140 at Cincy, 8.5, Nolan Bauer. 705, Miami and Pittsburgh Pirates, Yar 185, Duggar and Williams, total 9. Two at 710, we got the White Sox and Indians. Indians laying 279.5. Nova versus Bieber. Minnesota at Boston tonight. Red Sox, Red Sox, 30 cent favorites, 11. Berrios and Rodriguez, 745. San Fran at St. Louis. Cards minus a buck 25. Bumgarner and Waka 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 8. 
We got 815 action. Detroit at Kansas City. The Royals minus 209 and a half, but it's Jackson versus Junis. 940, San Diego at Arizona. D-backs laying 35 cents. Paddock versus Gallon, and it's eight and a half. 1007, LA at Oakland. A's minus 175, nine and a half. Sandoval versus Rourke and Colorado and the Dodgers. Dodgers laying $3 minus 300. Sansatella versus Ryu, total nine and a half. I'm Cam Stewart. Gabe Morenci hosts Hour 1 of Red Heat and Rage Radio live from the FanDuel Sportsbook at the Meadowlands with me. We'll have a big Wednesday show as usual with cappers Mark Lawrence and Game Blue stopping by. It's going to be a lot of fun. We'll talk NFL, NCAA football, and a whole lot more on the show. So stick around, everybody. Hour 1 of Red Heat and Rage Radio on Sports Grid. It's coming up next. All you have to decide is what to do with the time that is given to you. Welcome to Game Time Decisions. I'm the Rage and Redhead Cam Stewart. We'll see what's happening with Gabe down live at the FanDuel Sportsbook with the microphone there. So, yes, uh, Yang, uh, we'll see what happens. Hopefully things are good. I see new angle shots. We have a new angle shot of the people in the casino right now. It looks uh, very busy. Horse players ready to rock uh, this afternoon. And one day away from National Football League action, we totally can't wait. We got Chicago and Green Bay. Should be a lot of fun. The line's still stationary at three. We thought it might see some movement there. Talking to a lot of people in the betting world, you know, people liking Green Bay, a lot of people that I respect liking the over. Old school battle it used to be, but with Green Bay's new offense, with Lafleur there, and uh, they want to speed up tempo in the game, it should be very interesting. And the one thing about the Bears, they do have that good defense, but I'm not sure how good it's going to be this year. They also had a lot of luck, too. A lot of interceptions, as Gabe mentioned, like one every 16 passes was intercepted by the team. That stuff, can it sustain itself over time? That is very, very, very hard to do. And, you know, a lot of question marks with the Packers, but a divisional game should be a great way to start the season. So we expect a a lot of fun in that game. Mark Lawrence is going to join us on the show. We'll break down the whole card with theplaybook.com. Mark uh, has good opinions. I told you already I was on the show today, this morning, with Gabe and Joe Ranieri and to everybody in the wake of uh, Hurricane Dorian, want to say, you know, thank, I hope everybody's safe, everybody's okay. And it was nice to see Joe back at the show today. And uh, we had a good time talking football. The Detroit Lions, one of my favorite games of the week. And people are like, are you crazy, Cam? Detroit Lions, what are you going to do picking the Detroit Lions? Well, that's what I'm doing. I'm picking the Detroit Lions against the Arizona Cardinals. I think it's a big game for Detroit. Talk to Joe and Gabe about that, saying, yes, you know, I understand it is the Detroit Lions, but... They have a better defense. Kyler Murray coming in from college. What's he going to do against that front four? We talk about Chris Slay. He's an absolute beast in the secondary for the Lions, too. So maybe some of these gamblers are thinking, you know, oh, Arizona and Kingsbury, they're going to be able to light it up. But I'm not sure that is going to be the case. But when we look at Arizona, maybe in the future, I will be looking at some overs. They are going to play a higher tempo, and their offense definitely can't be as bad as it was last year. So the Arizona Cardinals... Uh, yeah, they're, they're a team. I guess I'm going to fade week one. Lots of big spreads, too. Seattle and Cincinnati. I'm a, I'm a Seattle fan, and I know they've won every, what is it, 10, and 10 straight season openers in a row. They've been dominant, but it's double-digit points now. That line went from 7.5 to 8. 
then up to 10 with the news of A.J. Green. That is a lot of points. The Philadelphia line, Gabe and I are both very high on the Eagles. I have the Eagles as Super Bowl futures uh, in my portfolio. And uh, right now, uh, that line is also going up to 10 points. So we see a lot of uh, big, big spreads. The Baltimore-Miami spread at 7. That's very, very large as well. So, yeah, we got uh, interesting stuff going on with the NFL. I don't know what to do with the total of this football game on Thursday night. I'm thinking... You know, we talked about the teaser, maybe getting Green Bay to plus 10, but I think I'm probably going to tease it down and take the over. I think a lot of people might like the under with these teams clashing, but we could see points and a lot of cappers that we talked about on in-game live, even talking about the first half over, maybe seeing what happens in the second half. I'm Sam Stewart, everybody. Hopefully Dave's uh, technical problems will be fixed, and we'll be back after a short break here on Red Heat Rage Radio. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. Let's roll. Game time decisions. Red Heat and Rage Radio. The Raging Redhead uh, Cam Stewart holding down in Toronto. We're at the FanDuel Sportsbook. Mark Lawrence ready to step up and in. How you doing, Cam? I'm doing okay, Gabe. How are you doing, buddy? I'm all right. Uh, um, uh, I'm eagerly awaiting the start of uh, football. Uh, so I don't have to ride this roller coaster that is uh, the Major League uh, Baseball uh, grind. And when we're talking uh, football, who better to bring in than uh, Mr. Mark Lawrence, playbook.com's uh, uh, Mark Lawrence. How you doing, Mark? I'm doing terrific, guys. I hope you're doing as well. And looking forward, like you say, Gabe, to the first week of the 2019 NFL football season. I don't know if we're doing as well as you. You always sound a little bit more at ease and happier than me and Cam. Maybe one day will we? You know, I, I strive to be will as we, laid back and reach, as cool as Mark Lawrence. Will we reach that Nirvana, Gabe? I don't know. No, I don't, no I'll probably die no. before that. I, oh, I'm definitely gonna <laughs> kick the bucket before that. <laughs> but Mark, I'll, I'll tell you what. Uh, it's so, not as easy as it looks. It's not as easy as it looks, guys. Uh, you make it look, Mark. You make I'll give you a little good. insight here. My doctor has me on this drug called Wellbutrin. I don't know if you've heard of it or not, but yes, uh, kind my of girlfriend's like, on. <laughs> yeah, it, it kind of like uh, takes all the stress away, if you know what I'm saying. So even a result like Oregon or Northwestern Saturday <laughs> <laughs> didn't affect me as much as it yeah, normally yeah, would. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah. I hate college football already, Mark. Uh, we're we we're in t- week two only this week, and I'm already like, oh god. I was on Ohio State minus the points. They're up twenty eight nothing after a couple of minutes. I had Northwestern. I had I had the Ducks on the money line and plus four, and I'm thinking, wow, there goes the money line. But at least I'm going to hit the plus four, and uh, of course not. Nope. That's why I'm very eager 
uh, to uh, to bet on some pro football right now. My biggest beef with college football isn't the kids. It's the play calling and, and the coaching, which I find to be subpar. Um, not that there's not subpar coaching and play calling in the National Football League as well, but another NFL season is upon us, uh, Mark. And one thing that really sticks out to me as I come into this year from a handicapping standpoint is the fact that 82% of the time um, the point spread did not matter. Only 18% of the time generally. And it's even been you know 15 to 18% of the time, Mark. You've been on this trend for a couple of years now, but... This has been a recent trend in the National Football League that point spreads are almost irrelevant um, as of late, the last uh, three, four years. With the makeup of the NFL being what it is today, getting this wide open offense where, you know, it's just pass and score, pass and score, it's a little bit more understandable. But, you know, the bottom line is we still look for those live dogs that look like they have chances to win the football game straight up. Because two out of three things can happen with live dogs, and they're good. One out of three things can happen when you bet a favorite, and the only one thing is good. So we'll still look for those live dogs in spite of the fact that it's NFL going up and down the field like a track meet. That's it. When you bet, uh, Cam, it's like Bo Schembechler said, I don't want to uh... – I don't want to. Uh, I don't like throwing the football. He said, "When you throw the football, you know, three things can happen, and two of them are bad. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, good point. Interception, incomplete. He said, "Yeah, we'll run the football. We'll pick up three, four yards, and uh, it'll, you know, it will positively move the sticks." Coming into this week, that's how I feel, guys. I'm all about the dogs. Now, yep. there's a couple of favorites that I'm looking at. Uh, specifically, and there's actually one favorite. I do think that Philadelphia tattoos the Washington Redskins this week, 35-10, 35-14, or something like that. Uh, but I am looking at quite a few underdogs uh, this week, and I know you are as well, Mark. And being that we're in New York, let's start off with the New York uh, football Giants and the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, we'll see if the number moves. I thought it would jump up now that uh, Zeke Elliott has signed. I swear to God, man, if Eli Manning wasn't the quarterback of the New York Giants, I'd be ready to really load up on these guys. It's a leap of faith. This is like going to the psychiatrist and they tell you, you know, you're, you know, a study and trust uh, cam and you have to fall backwards. <laughs> like, yes. You bet on Eli Manning, it's like falling backwards and you're hoping Eli's going to catch you. But probably won't. it's the first damn game of the year, man. Can he play well enough to cover the number? I really like the Giants plus the points in this spot, Mark, but can Eli Manning get it done? Well, if he can't get it done, I think the other uh, 21 players on the field can. Uh, I'm looking at two things in the game, Gabe. Uh, number one, uh, this fiasco with Zeke Elliott being what it was, I think the distraction ends up keeping them non-focused or not as focused as they should be in this game. They've been busy answering questions to the press about Zeke Elliott, Zeke Elliott, Zeke Elliott. Uh, number two, uh, if you take a look at the history in this series, look at the lines the last 20 games that these teams have played. Only one time has a, this, a line been this high in the last 20 games in the series. And I don't believe the Dallas Cowboys are as good this year as they were last year, and I believe the New York Giants are better this year than they were last year. So if you have one team coming down or taking a step back, the other taking a step forward, and you have a line in the in the football game that's not where it's been in a long, long time, I'm going to take advantage of the line, and I'll play the New York Giants plus the points in the game. We like it. You know what, Gabe? It's, uh... And Zeke Elliott says today, guys, that yep. – uh, 
I want to be the highest paid back because I'm the best back. It's like, I don't know, dude. You're okay. You're pretty good. But uh, Saquon Barkley is pretty freaking good, too. They haven't unleashed him. And I like that number, Mark. Teams that are 4-0 and in the preseason are getting six or more points or, what, 6-0 and against the spread uh, last uh, six, uh, six times it's happened. These division games, not to mention, Cam, last uh, since 2014, division dogs, division dogs in week one are uh, 11 2 and one against the spread. There's five teams in that role uh, this week. The Bills, the Giants, the Redskins, the Broncos, and um, yeah, what's the other division game? Redskins, there's five of them. Uh, the, the Packers? The Packers tomorrow. Packers and tomorrow. Packers. Yeah. I think if you, yeah, if you played every... If you played every division dog this week, guys, out of the five, I think you go no worse than three and two. I think you go four four and one one personally, Cam. Yep, I agree with you 100%, Marenzi. And uh, I liked uh, Mark's thoughts in his write-up. I think we're all going to, you know, take a shot with the G-men, Mark. And uh, one other game that uh, I I like to take this, Mark. We talk about this, uh, teams being disrespected. Oh, you can't win without this. And these are professional athletes. And I'll tell you one thing, Jacoby Brissett, He's, the team's got his back. They respect him as a consummate professional. And the Chargers, over time, never a great favorite, too. They don't really have a home field advantage. Uh, maybe uh, looking at the points with Indianapolis is something that we might be able to do, too, Mark, because I'll tell you one thing. I'm not laying it with San Diego. Sorry, L.A. <laughs> I'm on the same page with you in that game as well, Cam. I, I think this game has got a little bit of the rally around the injured our, our star quarterback that's out. Uh, aspect in it, rallying around Jacoby Brissett. You've got a team in the Indianapolis Colts that allowed the fewest amount of sacks in the league last year. All five of those linemen are back this for this season here. And to a man in the locker room, Jacoby Brissett is really, really well-liked. I can see the Colts coming with a big effort in this game, especially taking the value of what was would have been a three-and-a-half-point dog, now a seven or a seven-and-a-half-point dog here. I'm on the Colts with you, Kim. Let's do it. Yeah, you know, and uh, Cam is still stuck in uh, the San Diego. Uh, you know, there'll yep. always be the San Diego Chargers to always, Cam. Always, Gabe. Always be San Diego. Been, been a couple of years. It's been a couple of I years know. now, though. <laughs> it has. It has. I just call them the Chargers. I don't acknowledge that they're in Los Angeles. I just That's call smart. them the Chargers. That's actually the best move. <laughs> yeah. yeah, the Rams are L.A.'s team. The Rams are – and you know what it is, too. The Chargers – listen, we can say they don't have a home field. It's the home opener. There'll be some enthusiasm uh, for this football game. But you look at the Indianapolis Colts and just the massive overreaction to the win total. And as far as this number, uh, and uh, you wrote about this, uh, Mark. So the Chargers were were three, three-and-a-half-point favorites in this football game. And, uh, you know, now laying a full touchdown. Jacoby Brissett can play, guys. All right, we'll take a quick break. We'll continue with some NFL talk with Mark Lawrence. The season is set to kick off. Game time decisions. Ready, Rage Radio for the FanDuel Sportsbook, Metal Ends. 
From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. Calm. Put your money where your mouth is and take a shot by opening up a sports wager account with FanDuel, New Jersey's largest sports book. Go to FanDuel.com slash grid and receive a free bet up to 500 bucks. That's a free bet up to 500 bucks when you open up a sports wagering account at FanDuel.com slash grid. Point spreads, game totals, props, parlays, and in-game wagering on college and pro sports, and you're in total control. Go to FanDuel.com slash grid. Open up a new account and claim your free wager up to 500 bucks today. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER, 21 and over. New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See website for details. Uh, thank you very much, uh, Cam Stewart. All right. Uh, I am Renzi with the FanDuel Sportsbook, Mark Lawrence Playbook, uh, com, And uh, we can't tell you guys enough how good the Playbook um, newsletter is on a weekly basis. We use it as a guide on a weekly basis, analysis of every college and uh, pro football game with um, access to Mark Lawrence's world-famous database uh, as well. And we'll get to college in a couple of minutes here. But we have the Green Bay Packers and the Chicago Bears. Uh, Mark, and you know, this is interesting. There's a lot of numbers about how the Packers have dominated the series over the years, and I don't have to tell you about the numbers, yet it's different. Now the, the Bears are the ones who are favorites, so it's a different role uh, for the Green Bay Packers uh, right now. I expect a close divisional battle here uh, tomorrow night in a game that'll come down to the wire. It normally does. It has in past years between these uh, two teams. Uh, we have a new coach with Matt LaFleur in Green Bay. And conversely, we got Chuck Pagano taking over in Chicago. And, you know, I brought this up on a couple of occasions. Teams that are ranked number one defensively, the following year, they fall to ninth. You know, you got to believe that the Bears are in for a little bit of a regression coming into this year, Mark. Um, you know, with all the turnovers that they got, you know, a lot of things went their way. Uh, last year, I don't think they're they're going to fall off the face of uh, the football uh, earth or anything like that. But tough game tomorrow. Yet I'm uh, I'm leaning with Aaron Rodgers and a, a Green Bay Packer team that should have a chip on their shoulder. Mark, I think he will have a chip on their shoulder, Gabe. Uh, especially Aaron Rodgers, you know, coming back healthy right now in a rare underdog role, if you will, against the Bears. And as you mentioned, everything went their way last year for Chicago. Plus 18 in net turnovers. That almost always comes back the next year. Losing your defensive coordinator from a defense that Chicago had last year cannot help that football team. Uh, they have to make that move, that change. Uh, the bottom line is I see Chicago coming back to the pack this year. Uh, I guess that's a good segue to Green Bay, back to the pack. But, yes. you know, the bottom line is Green yeah, Bay. Part of the really, punt. <laughs> yeah, part of the punt. <laughs> but, you know, you're talking about a Packer football team that struggled. Uh, if you take a look at, the, you know, their performance on the field the past couple of years, it's not been Aaron Rodgers-like football uh, for the Green Bay Packers. And uh, I think they take advantage of it here on Thursday night where Aaron Rodgers has made a living on Thursday nights in his career. Or Thursdays, I should say, 7-1 straight up and against the spread. Uh, nice spot for Green Bay to open up this uh, 100th year of the National Football League. I think the Packers pull the upset here. 
I agree. I think we're going to take the points. And Gabe talked about it off the top, Mark, about money lines and you know winning teams, winning games outright. I'm a little bit nervous with some with some with some of these games. And you brought up a, I just love the breakdowns in these games. A tough one though, Mark. New England and Pittsburgh. I don't know what we're going to do with this game. It's very interesting. I have the Patriots win total under 11 and a half. I've been talked to a lot of people saying, "Hey, pretty dangerous there, Cam," but should be a, a good battle. No Gronkowski in this game either. New England getting a little bit longer at the tooth, uh, Mark, you know, and maybe Antonio Brown. I know they're going to miss him, but Juju Smith-Schuster still an effective receiver. They have Washington and other guys have stepped up. A lot of guys on Pittsburgh, it's kind of like this is this is the game. You wanted you wanted the best. Well, you got it right now, and uh, I think New England laying uh, about five and a half, six might be a little bit too much, Mark, but it should be a great game. New England and Pittsburgh, uh, nice and uh, opening week one. Be a great game, Cam. Uh, featured Sunday night football game, defending Super Bowl champions as they are. New England having a revenge chip on their shoulder. Pittsburgh beat them the last time they played last year. So you can look for a good effort by New England in the football game. The bottom line to me, though, is Ben Roethlisberger is one of the best underdog quarterbacks in the NFL. Uh, 34-18-3 to the spread in his career. And we'll look at what the uh, the Steelers did last uh, last two years as road dogs. They've been out there five times taking points and won four of those games straight up, going 5-0 and to the number. I'm going to play Pittsburgh plus the points. I think we'll be able to find six in the game come Sunday night because it's New England playing in the football contest. And just because Pittsburgh has a habit of playing good teams close, that's the reason Roethlisberger shines in an underdog role. I'll be on the Steelers plus the points. Uh, Mark Lawrence uh, with us. All right, Mark, before we get into a couple of college uh, games, I played a couple of NFL futures uh, last night uh, here at the FanDuel Sportsbook, and I think I got to play them again, actually. I like them. I've got to, you know, I've got to think about the future and invest in my future. It's my my stock portfolio. My pension plan, uh, Mark, is NFL futures. Um. So I'll ask you, for the record, I like I love the Washington Redskins under six wins uh, this year. I like the Bengals under six and a half. It's six now as well. I played that under too. But I like the Redskins even more. I think the Redskins might be the worst team in football. I think there's value at plus 650, the prop out there. If you can find it, FanDuel has it. Uh, who's the worst team in football? The Washington Redskins at plus 650. But I ask you, Mark. Any NFL season win totals to the over or the under that you like or played this year? I'm going to play most season win totals under, Gabe, because uh, basically you're looking at teams that may have achieved or overachieved last year, and it's difficult to do that back-to-back years. And when they do that, the uh, their price grows because of their success, and I like to come back the other way with those teams. Always a regression to the mean, if you will. At the top of my list will be uh, the L.A. Rams under 10.5 wins this football season here. Uh, one, because they're a Super Bowl losing team, and those teams really have difficulty getting back to where they were at the previous level last year. I like the Dallas Cowboys to play under nine wins this year. They are the NFC East defending champions, and as you know in the Playbook Preview Guide magazine, it's 14 years in a row that an NFC champion is not repeated. I don't think Dallas repeats this year. I think Philadelphia wins that division. If they do, I think Dallas is down this year. Cleveland Browns under nine or nine and a half wins. I think that's an obvious play just given the fact that, uh, like Conway Twitty says, I like to use this phrase, I'm a big country western guy, <laughs> they've never been this far before, okay? <laughs> 
<laughs> Mark, you're the best. I love Conway Twitty references. <laughs> the best. Not, that, Family Guy t- and Mark Lawrence. Conway that's, that's Twitty. A, they love Conway, Conway Twitty. Twitty on Family Guy. He was he was the Elvis Presley before Elvis Presley is what he was, guys. But was. bottom line here is Baker Mayfield, the Browns have all this ink, all this press, all this hype. And uh, they've never won an NFC or AFC North Division title since they realigned those divisions in 2002. They have zero championships, zero wins. The pressure's all on Cleveland this year. I don't think they get there. And the other game, if I'm looking for an improvement out of a football team this year, I'll play the New York Giants over six wins this football season here. I think uh, they're going to be end up being a surprise in the NFC East this season. Mark Lawrence uh, with us. All right, Mark, we've only got a couple of minutes left, and I agree uh, with all of your uh, assessments uh, there. Um, segue into college uh, football uh, right now. We talk about the hype and uh, Baker Mayfield. Baker played for Oklahoma, but you can't help but think of Texas as well when you think of Baker Mayfield. And now you get the Texas Longhorns, and I can't help but think of hype and Tom Herman. Um, we have LSU. This number is surprising me, Cam, that it keeps on climbing. Uh, right now, and uh, I'm on the football. Uh, I'm on the pro football page, but let me slide over to the college. Last yep. I checked, it was five. Is it still five right now? I got some five. Uh, you know, I, I know five, five is a weird half. number. The books. Plus, you've got the home field. Wow! No, 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 no! Oh my goodness! Six and a half at Fanduel right that, now. That what the hell's going on with this point spread, Mark? Six and well, a half. What's going on there, guys, is real simple. Texas is down to one starting running back. They've been decimated with the running back core. In fact, they've lost three players that were in their top three depth charts on the running backs. They're all out. One other running back is there, and they have two other walk-ons that will be playing in this football game. So the Sharps are taking advantage of Texas uh, being depleted in the running back position. But... You know, running backs to me are a dime a dozen, and the focus of this football team is going to be on Tom, Her- <laughs> Tom Herman's game plan. Uh, and you, we know how great he's been as an yep. underdog in his career 15 times. He's won the money 13 times. He's won 10 of those games straight up as an underdog. Uh, I'm going to play them. I'm not a big Ed Ogeron fan, as you guys know. Uh, he really struggles against winning football programs. Two and eight to the spread in non-conference games against teams off a win. I think Texas plus the points plays this game a lot better. I like this team that's snake bit injured. Again, rallying around the players that aren't there. I think Texas comes up big in this football game. Unbelievable. Six and a half, Marenzi. Yeah, I don't care if Cam Stewart's the running back. Yeah, exactly. Give me the long horse. (laughs) Give me the long horse. Exactly, exactly. Mark, I was going to – we had a disagreement. Well, you know what? Also, guys – I was going to say, there's um, there's not props out now, but there will be. Uh, Sam Ellinger uh, passing yard props could be worth a look. I mean, they have a hell of a quarterback. They're going to have to throw the ball a little bit more. But, listen, I, I respect top-tier running backs, but I agree. In college, next man up, and just because a guy's walk-on doesn't mean that he's not going to be good. I mean, the kid that hit the 56-yard kick the other night for Nevada was a walk-on backup freaking kicker, all right? You know how many yep. starting kickers on scholarship shank 56 yarders when the game is on the line? Oh, so anyways, go on, Kim. Yeah, next game, uh, Mark, and uh, you can bring up some really good points. And reading the playbook, we have had a disagreement at work at this one, but you know what, Mark? I think you might be on my side with this one, too. I know Clemson is the best team, 
They're at home in Death Valley, but laying on my book 17 and a half points against a good Texas A&M team. Uh, I wasn't really impressed. I know they left some stuff in the playbook against Georgia Tech, but what do you think about the points with A&M? I think there's a lot of value with A&M in this game here. If there isn't Jimbo Fisher taking points like he's never seen before, you know Clemson's going to stub their toe at some point in the season, and I think it could be a big-time scare in this game Saturday. I'll be on the Aggies plus the points. Man, that's as slick as it gets, uh, Mark. Lays it down on the way out. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. Jimi Hendrix. Uh, maybe it'll cheer Yang up. Uh, Yang's a little down right now. You got to pick it up, uh, Yang. The football season's just starting, buddy. Yeah, I'm trying, buddy, man. It's like, time. You know, it's, it's go time. One of my teams, I got Pat Mahomes. And Listen Christian to McCaffrey, him. Listen, baby. Yang, what's wrong, buddy? Everything's good. Just yeah, a lot, yeah, of, yeah, lot yeah. of moving parts over I here. I saw Yang outside the studio today. Got a lot of moving parts and only two hands. Yeah, man. like so I saw you standing outside just... Yeah, I saw him outside, and uh, it's a good thing he wasn't, like, on a, on a balcony or something. Like, Yang looked very despondent. He was staring off into space on 35th. I was like, uh, yo, Yang. He's like, oh, I'm just in deep thought. And, uh, you know, Yang uh, Yang's under the gun uh, right now. But this is, like, the busy time of the holidays, dude. Like, this is, like, the holiday season, Yang. You know? I say kick back, have a glass of scotch, do whatever it is you got to do. Hell, I don't know. Do do a big line <laughs> and uh, crank it up, uh, Yang. It's time to go, buddy. No, no, no time to uh, no t- no time to uh, feel sorry for yourself or slow down now, buddy. We're all uh, we're all in deep. We're in the midst of a uh, of a run in which it's going to be uh, seven days a week for uh, 113 consecutive days. <laughs> Yeah. Wow, you're uh, really I don't know why I made a mistake team. of actually counting, Cam, but... That's what I'm saying. Like, what do you do? Yes, you're I like did. an inmate. Game's like an inmate. You know, they put the X on every day they're in prison. Well, I got 130. One day I am. Two. I did it. <laughs> I did it. Because I was classic. thinking, this, this past <laughs> day, I thought, I was like, you know what? This is the last day I'll be off. And even though I did a show on Patreon, <laughs> but yeah. I was like, this is the last day I'm going to be off for real now. Now that it's for real, real. And I'm like, until when? And I'm like, basically until Christmas. Yep. You know, exactly. until Christmas Day. You know, we don't do we don't do TV shows Christmas Day. So until Christmas. And to be real, maybe whatever it falls on the 23rd, the 24th or so. Right. Last year we got screwed. It was around the 24th. <laughs> um, so, I remember. Uh, uh, yeah. So it's like it was it was a hundred a hundred and fourteen uh, days at the time. So 113 consecutive days. Yeah, we've we've marked it down. Now we've got 111 to go. Okay, uh, <laughs> pretty fast actually. Before you know, it, it'll be 100. Oh, you, this season will be over before it starts, and you know, uh, you call it a Christmas break. But Gabe, 
I've known you for years. You're going to be betting on the NBA on Christmas. It's a beautiful sked there, too. It just everything kind of coagulates into one thing, too. In Yang's defense, he was a little bit uh, beaten down. It's really till uh, after the Super Bowl. Yeah, it's till after the Super Bowl things are going to slow down. In his defense, Gabe, we thought your uh, audio and stuff was gone, so doing a little scrambling off the top. He was pretty cool. He Yang's our guy. He'll he, he'll figure it out, Marenzi. We got we to gotta have his back, too. He's uh, part of the afternoon well, team. Well, Yang. Go Yang. Yang can't control. He can't control what's happening here. It's, it has nothing to do That's with true. him. That's a good point. Uh, the... Um, yeah, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> it is, it is what it is. We move on. It's all, it's all, it's all good now. It's all good. Thanks to, uh, thanks to Mark Lords, uh, for joining us. So, yeah, let's go through. We'll go through every NFL team here, and um, we'll give you the win total for every NFL team, and we'll see whether it's worth play. Now, I was thinking about this. I don't have to put five hundred bucks on every win total. I can put a hundred here, whatever. Uh, just store it, right? Double the money. And, um, you know, the NFL season before we know it. And I just think, Cam, that that last, that New Year's, right around New Year's, I'm going to think, man, I'm going to have like five, six, seven thousand dollars $7,000 in, in tickets waiting for me. That's the That thing. I'll have to use to pay out for all these fantasy leagues that I'm running. <laughs> exactly. Excellent point. I'm doing that, too. Like, I had to wire uh, Visine Vince the money for our fantasy league. I'm in yours. Uh, you know, that's the thing, man. It's that time of the year. And I'll tell you. Patience will be a virtue in it, and think about it this way. It's exactly what you said. It seems long, but it won't be long. If you have that investment, think about it. If you go to a bank and go, hey, I'm going to buy into this currency and that, whatever, this could take a long time in your portfolio. Hell, the NFL's over in a few months, buddy. It's not like uh, some of these other stocks that you have to hold, hold on, on to. Ooh, bonds, bonds, I was gonna... you know? It's, it's better, trust me. <laughs> Is Mark Lawrence? Are you still there, Mark? Hello? Yeah, I'm here. We're still with you guys. Oh, yeah. oh, my God. I, didn't know you oh, I thought, Mark, I think we thought you were gone. Gone. Oh, my I'm God. I'm so sorry. Mark. I am sorry. I complimented too. you. I complimented I'm, you. I complimented you on. I was like, man, that was a slick outro. You heard the music. Sure and so many of our guests talk over the breaks, Mark. You're like, bam, five seconds. You're like, no, Perfect. bam, I like this, guys. And I'm like, wow, Mark Lawrence, that was slick. That's it. Oh, wow. Thank you for hanging with us, Mark. We were going to let you go. <laughs> well, you're I've a busy been a long-time radio guy, Gabe, and I know about going out. You hear the music, it means it's time to button it up and get out. So, um, Great job. You know, when, I, when, when Yang starts playing that wow. music, See, I know it's time pro. to condense. You know, Yeah, there you go. Yeah, but all these other guys say they can't hear the music. And I don't know if you heard me yeah. say to Cam during the break. But I don't think Cam can hear me on these breaks. It's everything's weird. We're all on different systems, so No, I can't hear you on the I break, said but... I said to Will here, I was like, damn. No. I was like, damn, that was pretty slick by Mark Lawrence. And I said, yeah. How come he heard the music? Every guest yeah. I couldn't hear the music, guys, on the way out. I'm like, Well, Mark Lawrence he certainly heard it, heard it uh, on the way out. But um Yeah, our producer, our boy Yang, he's under the gun. A lot a lot of pressure in New York City, Mark, you know? New studios. He's one guy. You know, he's got a bunch of dudes in the room eating hamburgers around him and stuff. Yang's like a vegetarian. He's trying to stay focused on the boards. As the season's about to begin, Mark, you know this. And I brought it up, Mark, no joke. We're going to be on. And listen, I don't have to tell you. You write the playbook and stuff. And, like, it's, you know, 20-hour-a-day endeavor. But 
We're going to be working 14 hours a day for 114 straight days, Mark, and leading up to Christmas now that football's here. But it's a good thing that it's not like a real job in a factory or something like that. I'll just be watching football and talking about football. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, that's, you know what you signed up for, Gabe. You know, and it's, it's here, and we've been waiting a long time for it to get here. And, uh, you know, right now, personally, uh, after pounding that newsletter out here, working – 20 hours a day for the past three days i'm a little bit exhausted but the bottom line is i'm loving it so you know if you can do what you love doing and yang it sounds like you love you like what you're doing uh, uh, he's one of the slickest slickest producers that i've ever seen i mean he, the guy's really on the ball uh so i don't know what the issues are but bottom line hang in there yang and uh, things are going to end up going your way i guarantee it see high praise high praise from mark lawrence yang um, all right, Mark. So uh, before before we get you out, here's all we're here. We'll just throw uh, one or two at you here. Cincinnati and Ohio State. Uh, Ohio State took the pedal off the metal. Fields look real good. Is Fickle like a Tom Herman type? That's just this master against the spread, and we're not realizing it yet. Because all Cincinnati does is seem to win and cover numbers. But um, is it enough, um, or is Ohio State going to open up an ass whooping on these guys? This is a real, real statement-making game for both teams, Gabe. Here, Fickle's a little bit, uh, a little bit perplexed. I mean, he's a former Ohio State head coach. He filled in when Trestle got canned. He's got Ohio State blood running through his veins, so you know he's going to want to show well in this football game. He came out pretty big last week. I thought it was a good effort by them against UCLA. Ryan Day, know, Day knows that he needs a better effort this week than he showed last. Uh, I think the Buckeyes will step up and deliver in this football game. But, again, you know me. I'm not a big guy to go out and lay chalk like that. Uh, and I agree with you. I think somewhere down the road we're going to find out that Luke Fickle ends up being a lot better football coach than we're giving him credit to be these days. All right, one last one, Mark, and we'll get you out of here. Matt? I was going to say, hey, what's that, Cam? Yeah, we have a delay no, here, no, you, so uh, yeah, sorry. Cam's on a oh, Skype, and it's like 10 seconds. Uh, I don't know. I can yeah, hear Yeah, after the fact. So sort of, you just sort of have to. It's just on that end. It's on that end there. So, anyway, it's all good. You ask them. It's good. Yeah, Nebraska and Colorado renew their rivalry. Used to be one of the hottest rivalries in, in college football. And, um, you know, now they don't play because they're not in the same conferences anymore. But uh, nice to see them. I didn't realize uh, they were doing this. I mean, this was a nasty rivalry, too, guys. I mean, this was as nasty as it got. It used to always be on that Friday after Thanksgiving. Uh, So Nebraska and Colorado. I actually think Nebraska, sort of like the Nebraska Cornhuskers, remind me of the Cleveland Browns. They're overhyped a little bit. People are just, oh, Scott Frost this, Scott Frost that. They're anointing Nebraska. They're putting the um, you know the skis ahead of themselves a little bit, as they say, the cart uh, before the horse or whatever. Nebraska's on the way up, but they're still a four-win football team from last year. Mark, I don't know. They're not all the way back to where people like are sort of pushing them to be back. I like what I saw from Colorado offensively last week. This is going to be a fun football game. I think it's going to be a great game, and I agree with you, Gabe. I think uh, Nebraska. That's a great parallel. A lot like the Cleveland Browns. All the hype they're getting. And we're wondering why. With the Cleveland Browns, we know why. Everything they did to restock and refortify their roster. Nebraska's all about the way they closed the football season out last year after the horrible start they had. And they didn't show well in their first game this year. They made a lot of mistakes. They got a lot of ironing out to do here. 
I'm not on this Nebraska freight train right now just yet. I'm going to have to let them win and cover a game before I'm going to back them. If I put a gun to my head, I play the Colorado Buffaloes in the game. Cam? <laughs> yep. I was going to ask about Tennessee. Tennessee and BYU, Mark, before we get out of here. Uh, Tennessee, I was actually on Georgia State. These guys are one of the worst uh, SEC teams that I've ever seen, Mark. They should be demoted. They're so bad. But uh, and, and they play BYU. BYU is in a tough one in the Holy War uh, against Utah. But, uh, yeah, it's just it's one of those things, Mark. I think uh, Tennessee's just a fade team, I, I think, to me, and even old Rocky Top at home, whatever. I think I'm going to go go against these guys again. I have no faith in them. Well, Tennessee was one of uh, four teams that lost their opening game as a double-digit favorite. And that's not good news for those teams because they generally do not bounce back in game two. A lot of the reasons being that there's problems with the program and uh, they're not going to iron them out in the short course of one week to do just that. There are problems with Tennessee here right now, and the role they're in, guys, is not a good role uh, in my database. If I take a look at teams that uh, are home off the losing straight up as a home favorite of 20 or more points in their last game, they're 3-12 and to the spread. Uh, I don't want any Tennessee in this particular game here. I know BYU is not one of my favorite teams. I'm not a big Kalani Sataki fan, but I think it's a right spot for them to be in this week with Tennessee right now wondering what they need to do to improve their football program here. I think the points is to play in this football game. Mark Lawrence, playbook.com. Thank you, uh, Mark. Uh, we'll ask you. Uh, it's like the old days. Uh, Mark, hang up. We're trying to make a call. And Yang, hang up so there's no confusion. <laughs> it was on both of you last time. Yeah, you should have hung up, Mark, and Yang should have hung up on you. <laughs> All right, guys, as they say, somebody, they like to say somebody should over and up. out. Over and out. <laughs> have a good one, Mark. Take it easy, buddy. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, that should be like our new system here with this delay. Over. <laughs> like this should be like a little yeah. code. Um, uh, that that's why that's why on CNN, if you notice, they'll always say the name at the end. Cam, that's the code. code. Wolf, yeah. <laughs> like you know what I mean? Yeah. Like they'll As have that end, silence. Yes. Yes. It's like, wow, yeah. are they are they ending it? That's that's how they'll always. You'll notice every news reporter, ever in the field or whatever, and it's all crazy. They'll always say the guy's name at the end. Blah 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 blah. Anderson, <laughs> as in, yeah. like, all right, now you, because there's that delay. We'll have to, uh, we'll have to sort of iron it out. Problem is, everyone's on a different system. We're exactly. synced with the studio, but we're not synced with Cam on Skype. And there's going to be a natural delay, but we're dealing with multiple, multiple, uh, multiple studios. You know, it's actually not bad, but uh, we'll figure it out. We hope. Yeah. Thanks to Mark Lawrence. He's gone now. That was bad. He's still there. Poor guy. I know. I yeah, Ram. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire.
All right, we put out a tweet. We stated we have one last fantasy league and people want to enter and uh, camp. It's unbelievable. I get, like, people asking me, like, sending messages. Listen to this exchange, all right? Yep. Like, people are, can you give me details about the league? All right, like, details. Well, what time's the draft at, et cetera. That's, like, a normal Money. detail, right? Money. But, all right, so, uh, so this guy, um, all right, what time? So, basically, this is it. So, this guy, I said in the tweet, I have one last draft tonight open. We need three, four guys. Season starts tomorrow, so this is it. And in the tweet, it says, draft at 11.30 tonight. Like, I put the details in the tweet, Cam, so I avoid having to answer this stuff, right? So I said, draft at 11.30 tonight. So somehow the guy reads the tweet. He's smart enough to respond to it, but he says, what time is the draft tonight? (laughs) Well, it's in the original tweet that you responded to. It says 11.30. How much is it? It's like I'm talking to Homer Simpson. It's like, well, it's $100, as it says. What are the league details? I'm interested. Although I'm on vacation. I am interested, though. I'm very standard. I respond. Half point PPR on ESPN. Is that like, does that settle everything, Cam? $100, 11.30 Eastern, half point PPR on ESPN. Does that pretty much settle it? Settles it. I'm in all my drafts. Then he there, responds. So yes. Is it quarterback, running back, wide receiver, wide receiver, tight end, D kicker, or deeper <laughs> with flex and stuff? I don't know what the hell that even means. Just curious. I usually play in deeper leagues, but I'm fine if it's a standard roster setting. I'm not any any right now, but I wouldn't mind jumping in in the last minute. This is like from an hour ago. Like, is the guy going to send me 13, like, messages, like, to join a fantasy football league uh, camp? <laughs> like, this is like the, this the heart. This is the, this is the heartache that you feel. Yeah, this is like the heartache as you feel is running these fantasy leagues. This is why basically it's like, listen, first come, first serve. You send the money, you're in. If not, shut up. Like, you know what I mean? But anyways, we need two guys. We're having a, we're having a draft tonight. This guy's asking me, do I play on Yahoo? No. It's ESPN. on ESPN. Going to make me snap these guys. <laughs> like, even if I put all the details in one of them, like, people aren't like, whatever, bro. As Al DeVecchio would say, yep, 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 yep. This tennis match right now yep, is unreal. Yep, 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 yep. Take a, take a look at it, Gabe Ferratini and Monfils. They might go to a tiebreaker in the fifth. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. Everybody, I'm Cam Stewart with your Sports Grid News Update. The listeners on Zumo, welcome to the Sports Grid family. Hope you're enjoying the show. Tennis right now, absolutely nuts. We're going to go through everything for you. Rafa Nadell will try to make sure the U.S. Open as uh, one of the big three there with Roger Federer and Novak Djokovic out of the tournament. And Nadell, the two seed, is the only major champion left on the men's side. He's going to battle Diego Schwartzman, a 20 seed tonight at 830. Big line in this one, too. Nadal minus 2,000. Schwartzman is 10 to 1 on the spread. Nadal minus eight and a half games. Now live action. We've got Matteo Bernatini versus Gaia Monfils. And what a battle this one has been. We are in the fifth set. 
right now. And these guys are just killing each other back and forth, back and forth. So tied at two. They're in the fifth set. And right now, uh, Malfi's 6-5 in the fifth set. This one could go to a tiebreaker right now, but this is going to go the distance between uh, the Italian and the Frenchman. In the other semifinal, uh, we've got uh, Medvedev minus 180 versus Grigor Dimitrov at plus 160. That should be a good match. Ladies side, today, Belita Benchik, she punched her ticket into the Grand Slam semifinal, beating Donna Vikic 7-6-6-3. She's now going to play the winner of tonight's quarterfinal between Canadian Bianca Andreescu, a 15 seed, and Elise Mertens, a 25. That match is slated for 7 o'clock. Andreescu is the favorite right now at minus 190. Mertens is plus 160. Could be a live pooch. This is going to be a very good match as well. Serena Williams taking on Alina Svitolina in tomorrow's semifinal, 11 a.m. Serena minus 270 Svitolina. She taps in at plus 230. Baseball action today. Mets in Washington. The Mets, yeah, they lost that heartbreaker last night, but uh, they took care of business today. Very gutsy performance. 8-4 to four win. Pete Alonso, oh. home run number 45 for the win. Can't believe this guy actually got booed at one point. Wheeler takes the win. Sanchez, the loss for the Nationals. Mets get it done. NFL, Zeke, yeah, he got his payday. The Cowboys star running back, ending his holdout today, signing a six-year, $90 million extension. The contract contains 50 mil guaranteed. That makes Elliott the highest paid tailback in football. He's also going to be tied to Dallas through 2026 as the extension. It won't kick in until his rookie deal ends following 2020. The two-time champ will practice with the team today as they prepare for the season opener at home versus the New York Giants. Dallas still plans to give Elliott 20 to 25 snaps in week one. This according to the NFL Network. Meanwhile, the Cowboys... uh, a reset of the market, previously vowing not to give record deals to any of their contract needy stars. Well, that didn't happen. Dallas still trying to hammer out extensions with quarterback Dak Prescott and wide receiver Amari Cooper, both free agents after this season. Dallas laying seven against the Giants week one. Reports indicate the Eagles proposed a trade to the L.A. Chargers that would have seen running backs Melvin Gordon and Jordan Howard switch teams. The Chargers apparently denied the offer, which also included the team switching mid-round picks and the Chargers eating salary. Gordon appears to be uh, set to skip the beginning of the regular season and maybe more while holding out for that new contract. NHL, a couple big signings here. The Arizona Coyotes inking talented young forward Clayton Keller to an eight-year $57.2 million extension today. He finished as the Calder Trophy finalist in 2017-18, recording 65 points in 82 games. He also had 47 points with the offensively challenged Coyotes last year. They couldn't score, but uh, he still had a pretty good season. These guys also acquired Phil Kessel in the offseason, so Arizona trying to make a little bit of a move, hopefully getting to the playoffs. The LA Kings have signed forward Adrian Kepe to a three-year contract. It's worth $6 million. He had 28 points with the Kings last season, and the Vancouver Canucks have inked Nikolai Goldobin to a one-year $900,000 deal. He had 27 points in 63 games with the Canucks. And good news here, uh, Sacramento Kings guard Buddy Heald, a good guy, asking for donations to help Bahamas rebuild in the wake of Hurricane Dorian. Uh, for his part, Heald, the Bahamas native, has donated $100,000 to the cause, and he's looking for people to reach out. We got some MLB action tonight all over the board. But first, guys, a couple games before 7.05 that we're going to mention. Two games uh, before 6.35 action. We got the Texas Rangers at the New York Yankees. Yanks laying 50 cents, total 10 we got Lynn versus Green, and at 640, Philadelphia, they're laying 40 cents at Cincinnati. Good pitching matchup, Nola versus Bauer, and the total in that baseball game, eight and a half. Gabe and I will go through the baseball board tonight. Hey, one day before football, we still got a busy, busy baseball board tonight, and he's got in-game live at 8 o'clock. Hour two, thanks to Mark Lawrence for stopping by and Gamblu.
He'll step in the building, and we'll talk uh, some football with Gam Lusu. He'll see who he likes in week one and a whole lot more and get his opinion on the fights. I'm Cam Stewart. Gabe Morenci hosts Hour 2 of Red Heat and Rage Radio here on Sports Grid. And Hour 2 is coming up next. All you have to decide is what to do with the time that is given to you. Game time decisions. All right, level two. Has begun. Red Heat and Rage game time decisions. We try to uh, help you make the proper game time decision. Cam alluded to uh, Major League Baseball on the board here this evening. Last night uh, before before this stuff uh, becomes uh, real. And I'm seeing here on the FanDuel Sportsbook, play for free. I'm like, like ooh, free. play for free. That, that, free. that gets my attention. Keep the cash. Yes. We'll start you off with a $1 million uh, contest free. Answer 20 sports questions and keep what's left. Play for free. All right, play. What do I have to do? Oh, now I've got to sign in and uh, do a lot of things. Nothing's ever fully for free, is it, Cam? <laughs> oh, no, it's not. Even the sports There's book, always I a catch. There. I wanted to put in some money. You know, you get the money, gram. Oh, we don't take that. Uh, you, you want to go on Bitcoin? No, I don't want to go on Bitcoin. How about just a, a visa? Man, we don't accept visas, sir. I'm just, it's absolutely hilarious, Gabe. That's kind of why I stay on Mr. Green. They're the one people you can at least go get that. It's a stupid form, and I know sometimes it takes 15, 20 minutes to get when uh, jolly old Britain, they're having some computer problems. But I'll tell you one thing, man. It is annoying, and they make life hard. God, even on Domino's, I got enough for a free pizza. They're breaking me down like it's Fort Knox. Like I'm sick and tired of that's the problem, Gabe. And you're in three or four fantasy leagues like me. I got passwords of passwords of passwords that I got to write down in a book now. And it's just, it's ridiculous. It's too much. Oh, resend me my passport. Uh, okay. Thanks. <laughs> it's just nuts. I just use the uh, same password uh, for everything uh, yeah. right now. But yeah, you're right. And I'm thinking about it as well. It's that time. It's that time now, especially coming into the weekend where. You know, you have to be prepared. You have to have your accounts ready. You have to have those options ready. And listen, at this time of the year as well, this is when all these books and my inbox is lighting up right now. Ken. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like, you know, from, man, there's books. And like you said, man, there's, there's sports book accounts. I know I have money in some of these, but I don't even remember the names of some of the books that I have Me money too. in probably. Me too. It's one of these deals because I'm getting there. They're like, hey, you know, you haven't played here in a while. Like, guys, Sports Interaction's been coming at me. Bookmaker's been coming at me. Who else here today? Um, oh, Bet Online. Bet Online's been sending me emails a lot over the last couple of days. And everyone's offering, of course, hey, we got 50%, 100% in the promo. But listen, you want to take advantage of the promo. And it's good to have a couple of options. Like, a good, I'll tell you what, a good example is. FanDuel has a million player props. They're really over the top with it. They never have long field goal, Cam. That's my favorite prop to bet. They don't have it. Well, why do you think I'm going to look it up it? now, but they don't have it. Like, I specifically need I need a Bet365 account just to play long field goal props, bro. Yeah. Well, you have nothing to worry about. You know about. what I'm saying? Because like, I can't I'll leave these one. on the table. Exactly. And, and I'll tell you why. And our friends at FanDuel, you're there now doing the show and everything, but... These guys seem like very smart people. They probably looked at the numbers and said, you know what, people have caught on to this uh, long field goal prop and a lot of people are winning at it. Because if they have everything and don't offer that, there's a reason why they don't. Just saying. Yeah, they'll have, they have total field goals. 
they have head-to-head, like which team will have the longest field goal. Like they have every player prop up. They don't have like longest field goal of the game though. Lou! From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. All right, yeah, back to live action, fellas. Now we got these new side views here, huh? Oh, you had different angles all the time. I'll tell you, there was a guy beside you. Too bad it was all during the technical stuff, Gabe. He was the best. He had like lean back with a huge boiler, and he had like those disco shades too. And he was just sitting back, and I was watching you. I want. It was like the worst timing for things not to work because this guy could have been the best patron. I almost wanted you to bring him over to the desk to chat with him, but. We're going to have some good side shots. You're right. Some of these, uh, the old-timer guys, uh, it, it's a good look. I like I like the side profile shot. I think it's a, a real winner. It looked great. You should have seen this guy. He was amazing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Go back to it. Go back to it in the booth. Who's controlling the side shot? Go back to the side shot we were out here. Not all right. Side yeah, shot, he's though. he's gone now, but he was at that table. There right, you go. Uh, yeah, good job. Right so, listen, it's, it's quieting down now. But, yeah, on a, on a busy day, like tomorrow it's Thursday, it'll be a big day here. It's actually quiet here right now for the most part. Yeah, but very calm. There's a couple of characters here. Like, yeah, yeah, Cam. There's, they're, they're beaten down. Like, I'm telling you, they're like Yang. Like, they're, they're, even the yeah. people here, there's no spirit here, Cam. Everyone's like, they seem depleted. Like, look at them. Like, yeah, everyone's I, worn out. I, I, I kind of, you're right. Like, the shot, like, nobody's really happy. It's either... Like, in thought of, like, losing or just kind of contemplating, should I stick around, get more money, and stay for the late card? That's kind of what I, I get from that look. Yeah, I've been yeah. there. I know the look. <laughs> well, there's, like, I know. the bus only comes once an hour, so, like, you're oh, kind of yeah. screwed. So, like, these, like, you know how many times I've seen these guys go out for the bus? They miss it by a minute. And... You have no choice. What are you going to do, Cam? You're going to stand in the parking lot of the Meadowlands for an hour? Or are you going to come back in and start betting again? <laughs> you know what I mean? Exactly. So it's like, wow. <laughs> so you see these guys. And sometimes they'll miss the bus again and again and again. Like, oh, yeah, like, man, there's some stories here every day. Like, it's a, it'll mess with your head, bro. Like, being here every day for the last two months is starting to get to me a bit. Well, um, I, mean, I can Not I can in a bad way, but you sort of just become crazy. I but I think we have Lou ready to go. Yeah, is Lou there? Yeah, I can concur with you, Gabe, before just uh, uh, introduce Lou. Uh, when I worked at Shoeless Joe's in the horse book every day and stuff, and it, it was insane. Like, I, I saw guys lose money every day. You're right. It, it, it's a feeling that kind of messes with your own mind. You still know how to do your thing, but it's a very, very, very weird feeling when you see people winning and losing. You know and what it's like? Losing. It's just weird. <clears throat> That's Yeah, but it's... It's crazy. Like the bathroom here is out of control. It's like, uh, like, like it's like a hospital. That's yeah. the one thing I realized. Like these old guys, they don't care, dude. Like they basically just piss on the wall. 
Like they don't care about anything, man. Like they're like it's it's, it's like part racetrack, part hot, part hospital. There's always ambulances here. So one of them is always dropping, and it's part like mental asylum. It's like a combination. That's that's what this place is. Part hospital, part mental asylum, part racetrack, part sports book, part mental asylum. Let's bring in Lou right now. I'm not even kidding. Lou, how you doing, Lou? Thanks for your patience. It's fair. No problem. If you want to talk about mental asylums, you're bringing on the right guest. Yeah. <laughs> 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 it's, it's like I'm at the FanDuel Sportsbook, but I'm actually really closer to the racetrack, guys. Yeah. Like, I'm literally like three, four feet away, and like, I see, I see it all. Like, you know what I mean? Like, there's regulars, there's psychos. You know, we've got one guy that tries to climb through our studio every day. Uh, we got people trying to take the helmets, buy the helmets. A lot of these old dudes don't seem to understand the concept that when I'm talking and I have a headset on, uh, yeah. that I'm on the air. So a lot of people, like Will can attest to this, they talk to me while I'm talking. Like, they'll come oh, yeah, over now sure. and start, but then they get mad. And then, like, I hear them smack talking me. Yeah, oh, yeah, that guy is a jerk. He ignores us. It's like, dude, like, the light is on. <laughs> I had a guy in the middle of a segment say... He's, like, waving his hands at me like it's a panic. I look over, and he's like, do you know what time it is? <laughs> and I'm look, I'm like, no. And he's like, it's on your computer. Why don't you just tell me? And I'm like, F off. And then the guy, like, starts stalking me. He's hanging around all day giving me dirty looks. Oh, yeah, like, there's uh, – it's, it's, it's a mental institution here. Um, so, um, <laughs> and just think it's just getting started. NFL football yeah. uh, begins week tomorrow. Lou, let's – Let's jump in, Solu. Uh, we've been talking about an NFL futures, but now there's no turning back. All right? Uh, there's no turning back. The season starts. I played two futures yesterday here. I played the uh, the Bengals under six and the Redskins under six. Although I thought the Bengals were six and a half, and I got to the window, and it threw me off. But I didn't chicken out. Maybe we get a push there at worst, but I don't think so. But the Washington Redskins one I really do like a lot. Me and Cam have gone over the schedule. I've uh, broken this down ad nauseum over the last couple of days for people, but I'm going to bet it again uh, when we end the show right now. I'm going to get in on it again. I'm that confident. I just don't believe the Redskins win six games uh, this year. But I'll ask you, Lou, what's your, uh, what's your best uh, win totals of the year coming into the year? Yeah, I've settled on uh, two wins. I put out probably five weeks ago, and it's Kansas City under 10.5. I got it at the time, minus 110. And uh, L.A. Rams under 10.5, minus 115. Uh, I really like those. I tend to, uh, early on, go under. If I did like it over, I've been waiting until today or tomorrow to pull the trigger on it. Uh, The over that I really like, I'm chickening out a little bit with because of their terrible offensive line. Uh, so I may not have an over position this year. As far as positive moves are concerned, early on, about five weeks ago when I did release uh, those two unders, I took a personal wager on uh, Pittsburgh to win AFC North at plus well, 190. Uh, I, I was disappointed I didn't get the plus 200 that was there. Uh, that's now my... like plus 150 or so. So there's been a little value come off of that. Uh, but I do believe I, I'm, I'm a pretty big fan of Pittsburgh this year. 
I can't disagree. I like uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers a lot uh, this year. Um, so what are you looking at uh, in week one uh, this, this week, Lou? Um, and we got a big UFC card, actually. And um, it's a good opportunity, Cam, if you want to mix in a little uh, Khabib action. Yeah. Or maybe uh, Lou doesn't think so. We'll find out what he has to say. But uh, Khabib and Poirier, oh, Khabib's up to minus 440 uh, right now. I see four. But it's a good late night, Saturday night, A. Hey. Ooh, really? Yeah, he's, yeah, he's, yeah. Four, uh, he's four. He's uh, four. 4.40 here at FanDuel uh, right now. But we'll get to that. But, Lou, we got the game tomorrow. It's a tough game. You're only getting three points for the Green Bay Packers. Both me and Cam um, like the Packers in a spot. I don't love it, but it's our job to give people um, our, our opinions on these games. And I'll be betting. You know, I'm looking at this game. I think there's going to be some points tomorrow, Lou. I don't think it's I think it'll be higher scoring than people think. I think both uh, – I think Aaron Rodgers will have some success. Chuck Pagano. Um, now is the new coordinator. It's a change in coordinators. Fangio's gone. I know there's a ton of talent with the Bears, but I still think both these teams are going to get into the 20s. Plus, that Packer defense isn't great either. What do you think of this football game tomorrow, Lou? Gabriel, uh, you know me. I'm Mr. Selectivity, baby. And just because there's a game doesn't mean I'm going to bet it. I got no clue. I don't care. Uh, division game, three points. I'm going to learn more than sticking my neck out. And I would warn listeners, I made no bets last weekend, and I won a lot of money by doing so because everybody got butchered. Now, I mention everybody, and I'll come back to that theme for this Sunday in the NFL. There's one thing I will set my watch on and my reputation to, and that is, By the time we get to NFL week one on Sunday, we will have had some 70 college football games between Friday and Saturday, okay? I believe early on in the season, everybody just so excited to bet that they're they're not using discipline. And so I'm going to sit back and watch these numbers get bet into on Sunday. I can already tell the ugliest teams that you can find, your Washington, your Cincinnati's, those are the teams you're going to have to settle with. Because one thing I know, everybody's wrong. And week one in the NFL, you can put that on Times Square and put my name next to it. Everybody's wrong. And there's going to be a bloodbath in the NFL this Sunday. But it ain't going to be my blood. <laughs> not me. Great intro. Not, not me. I'm, I'm not going to be wrong. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. Back to live action. Yeah. Setting your lineups using the DailyRoto.com DFS lineup optimizer. Join the countless number of people that want thousands playing DFS using DailyRoto.com. If you're playing daily fantasy sports and not using the DailyRoto.com optimizer, you're doing it wrong. Sign up now for the NFL annual pass with a faster optimizer, smarter DFS projections, and better results. Enter the promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's the promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made.
Uh, well done, uh, Cam. Uh, Mike on, Mike off. Mike on, Mike off. <laughs> I'm here. Uh, Lou, gamblu.com. Uh, oh, this. How you doing, Lou? I'm doing good. I'm, right, I'm just, uh, it's all right, Lou. I'm just. Uh, all right. Uh, we're doing all right, Lou. So. You were saying you were saying it's gonna be a bloodbath, <laughs> and there's gonna be blood yeah. on all our hands on the on the way out. <laughs> before. I, I just think that I just um, think that people. I, I just believe that people are not used to, and their minds are not ready for you know betting four or five straight days in the point spreads, where the point spreads and the professionals are pretty good. I think you got to be real selective. I'll have two or three positions on Sunday. And, uh, you know, can, can kind of talk about some of what I think those could be, but they're going to be fading everybody because, like I say, nobody knows what's going to happen in these games. I know they're betting Seattle like they got a Monday morning sports page. But we don't know enough about these two teams. Plus, Seattle wants to play defense, run the ball. That could be a really tight game if Cincinnati shows up with any kind of game plan. So I would tell people, be very cautious in this week one. Hey, we got 21 weeks of NFL ahead of us. We don't have to blow our wad here in week one. Um, listen, I can't disagree with that. It's a, Dave, Dave Malinsky, may he rest in peace, always used to say, it's a marathon, not a sprint. And I totally get that, uh, Lou. But at the same point in time, we could argue that the odds makers also don't know what's going to happen, right? I mean, yeah, I they, totally they don't have totally a crystal agree. ball either. But you know, so it's it's a double-edged gonna, sword. And listen, that's what makes that's what makes it gambling, no, Lou. That's gambling, right? I mean, totally, nobody knows, like totally, Arizona. Nobody knows what Arizona's offense is going to be like. Including Matt Patricia. <laughs> yes. <laughs> he better figure it out. I'm on Detroit. <laughs> yep. But... It could be bad, right? Yeah, so, yes, like, yes, yes. That's the whole be. thing. I mean, it's the whole, you know, it's the whole element of surprise and stuff like that. No, I get it. I, I get it, uh, Lou, about, um, you know, but honestly, I think we could say that about any week, right? Like, is there ever a week, you know what I mean? It's like, oh, yeah, that's the best week to bet in. Oh, yeah, week six or week eight. You know, like, basically... You know, I guess you could say there's sort of that week three to week eight, week ten. Teams might start to get a little bit of a groove. But it's sort of like it's, it's, it's you know, teams peak at different times of the year and stuff, right? Um, I think I think the moral of the story, Lou, is it, it's always tough. And we really never know on any week what's going to happen. We're always just speculating, right? I mean, is like I said, is there ever a week that like, oh, this is a better week to bet than other weeks? Uh, in my mind, the NFL in the first three weeks of September is just a little bit more intense preseason. In that, teams are still finding out what they have. We're gonna get. We're gonna see defenses doing some stunting. And to me, uh, I, I would. I you know, as a conservative guy, I can tell you. Here's what I'm looking at. I'm. I, I want a good offensive line, no matter what I do. I want a good defense if I can possibly get that, and I want to take some points, ideally with 
a divisional team, a, a New York Giants, Apple A. You and I talked about this earlier. When you grabbed the seven and a half, and I thought it might go to eight, it didn't. It's at seven. I still think it's good. But I, just because I'm cautious doesn't mean I'm not going to invest. I'm just going to invest wisely. And yes, the first three weeks of the season, I'll be concentrating on fading public heavily because they don't know. And in a fight between John Q. Public and the guys that are building casinos offshore and in Las Vegas and in Atlantic City, I'm going to go with the guys that are building the casinos. And more times than not, I'm going to get paid by doing so. There's a method to the madness and as Mr. Malinsky, God rest his soul, would say, it is a marathon, not a sprint. Nobody cares how good you did in September the third, fourth week when it's December. This is a long 21-week grind, and it's about business and making money at the end of the day. Yeah, but, no, and I, 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 I agree, uh, but I think there's another edge to that, that I think it does matter what happens in the third week of September because – Unless you're playing in a super contest, there's no standing. So it's about making money on each week. You can decide to sort of step back, and, and I get it. The risk, the risk is going to be more. But you know, a good example is with the contest. Look, I'm in the circuit contests. I can't say that. Oh well, I don't know what's going to happen in week one, right? I've got to step up and make five picks this week. But I get, I get the same thing with baseball. You know, the same thing. I remember Malinsky used to state in the first month of the season, he wants to see the pitchers pitch, you know, once or twice at least. You know, a couple of times through. And and I, I get it. That's the um, that's the smart, disciplined approach. Yet, so are you saying you're not betting a football game tomorrow night? That's exactly what I'm saying. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to watch it. I, I got too much to learn. And you know what? In the UFC, I'm not going to bet every fight either because some of them, I want to watch the match, just learn, take notes, add to my database, and set myself up for another time. So uh, now, if one of the games that I'm looking at was on Thursday night, I wouldn't have an aversion to playing it. I'm not saying that I'm not playing it just because it's the first game. I'm not playing it because I think the line is right. These lines have been out three months. They've been pounded to hell, and I don't see any value in the number, and so I'm not going to play it. All right, so uh, we yeah. should have just Ooh. gotten into the UFC <laughs> tonight. Who's making a stand? Obviously, we could have saved you might like a lot of Sunday, time. Though, Gabe, if you're just talking about Thursdays or anything, Lou. Like, so you're basically teasing us. I kind of agree with you as a Seahawks fan. You're looking at Cincinnati plus ten. Me, you, and Gabe all agree that the Giants a touchdown. If we can get that hook at seven and a half, that would be real sweet. So, other than those, is there are those kind of the games you're looking at? Have you looked at anything else? Like. You're going to play something, right, Lou? Like uh, probably a few dogs. What's your looking at the board right now? What's kind of caught your eye from a dog perspective? Yeah, Buffalo caught my eye. I, I think Buffalo is going to be an improved team, and they're one of the teams that I really consider taking an over on, and I still am at six and a half. There's just a little juice involved, but but I believe in ball, Buffalo. I like that coach, and I I think that they're going to come in and surprise the Jets. That might be a money line play for me. And another one uh, that that I'm looking at really close is Carolina. Here's a team at home uh, going to get you know two and a half, three points, and I, I just am not convinced of the Rams. They're going to have to prove it to me. 
And then if you go down later, but let's go to Monday night. You know, this line opened Oakland two and a half. Now it's Denver one. That's everybody, boys. I'm on Oakland. I'll tell you that right now. One thing we'll tell you about the Rams coming into this. I brought it up earlier in the, in the week. Super Bowl losers in game one of the season are 7-13 and 13 straight up, 5-15 and 15 against the spread. All right, uh, over the last uh, 20 years, it's tough for that Super Bowl loser uh, in week one. 7-13 and 13 straight up, 5-15 and 15 against uh, the spread. And uh, if the team is uh, on the road, then it even gets even worse. 3-10 and 10 straight up, 2-11 and 11 against the spread. And that's the, uh, the situation that the Rams are in uh, this week. All right, Lou, as well, uh, gambler.com with us. Another nice one. We Excuse me for the interruption, Gabe. That's a 10 a.m. game for the Rams on top. Uh, yep, yep. Yeah, but, you know, one thing I'll say, I, I get it. I, I, I totally get it. I'm not as down on the Rams as, as everyone is. One thing I will say, though, about some of these teams, and it's just a little disturbing with the Packers as well, you know, I'll give the benefit of the doubt to these coaches, Cam, but these teams that did absolutely nothing in the preseason, it annoys me. Like, mm-hmm. the Rams are a good example. They didn't do anything. Like, nobody even ran anything. So how the hell do I know that Brandon Cooks isn't going to pull his groin the first time he runs hard suddenly? Same thing with Zeke Elliott coming in. All people are like, oh, Zeke Elliott's playing. Yeah. Well, well, these guys have been hit. You can say, oh, he's been working out. He hasn't been tackled. Nobody's hit him in the calf. Nobody's taken him down awkwardly. He hasn't been tackled at freaking all. Le'Veon Bell got pissed off because the Jets refused to play him in the preseason. And he actually told his teammates... You guys got to hit me. Like, yeah. stop, like, pushing around, basically. And the Jets were like, don't do it. Don't hit him. And he said, guys, I can't get hit for the first time against the Buffalo Bills. And he was actually like, somebody hit me. <laughs> like, yeah. you know what I mean? No, it's a good and point. I, you know, this stuff is real. Odell Beckham's another one. You know Odell's yeah. going to pull something in the first quarter. Would that shock you, Cam? Oh, no, Odell and- pulled his groin in the first quarter on Sunday. Won't shock it's me at both- all. And to both of your points, there's a big difference. And we all know professional athletes between working out and, like, gave the hockey players, you know, then getting thrown up against the glass. It's a totally different thing. You're already in pretty good shape. You're going to do your calisthenics. You're going to work. But there's nothing like game action. There's nothing like getting pummeled. There's nothing to wake you up. Remember when you played hockey, Marenzi, and I did? The first thing that woke me up was when getting I was in the corner and some guy slammed me. Now I'm ready to rock. As a goalie, you took a howitzer in the melon. Now you're ready to go. These are things that you need to do. And I agree 100% with you there. And Russell Wilson said that. I want to You've got to play me more. Play me more. I I want to add on to that. All right, hold on, Lou. You got it, Lou. All right, add on to that on the other side. As uh, We'll be taking a uh, quick break. And uh, we got to get into the UFC uh, the with NFL Lou. to the uh, NBA, well. DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Million. Thank you. 
Ernest. All right, we can go on and on about uh, the National Football League, but we'll have a lot of time to do that over the next uh, couple of months. Uh, we do have uh, the UFC uh, this weekend. You know, uh, one thing with the UFC, it's good. You know, and, you know, people that like, love to bet on the UFC love the weekly cards. But at the same point in time, it... Um, I'm not talking about oversaturation. We've already passed that point, right? Like, the UFC is no longer really mainstream. It's, it's a different, you know, it's always evolving in a different realm. Uh, but the problem is, when there's so many of this sort of mediocre cards, you don't really, you're like, oh, wow, I didn't realize, oh, we have a real card uh, this week. But we do with Khabib. Khabib is finally back. He hasn't fought since uh, he beat the crap out of Connor. So he fights Dustin Poirier, Lou. And uh, Poirier's been on a hell of a run, man. Uh, as of late. Got to give this guy uh, credit. It's amazing. We talked about it. Remember when Poirier and Eric Koch were like rivals years ago and they were both sort of on that trajectory. But Poirier is one of these guys that got a second win, Lou, as he matured as as a person, as he got older and as a fighter um, and sort of in, in his peak right now. I actually think Poirier, I was thinking about this today and I'm not going to lie, Lou, I haven't put a ton of thought in this fight. I've been so football orientated, but I think Poirier is more dangerous to Khabib than, than Conor McGregor was. I knew, you know, Khabib was going to murder Conor, and he'd murder him again if they fought. Poirier isn't Conor. Poirier wants that money that Conor has. Like, Conor's distracted. Cocaine, whatever, bloated, alcohol, women, legal issues, you know, all that type of stuff. You know, Dustin isn't like that. Dustin, I'll put it this way. I'm not saying Dustin Poirier is better than Conor McGregor, but I think he's much more dangerous, Lou, because he's in better shape, he's hungrier, and he's more focused than Conor was. Would you agree with that? I would say Dustin Poirier is much better fighter than Conor McGregor. McGregor is one-dimensional, and Poirier is a legitimate Brazilian black belt in jiu-jitsu. He's faced everybody they've put in front of him at 155, and, and he's kicked everyone's ass, granted, Michael Johnson caught it, but Michael Johnson has a left hand, and he caught Khabib with it, too. If uh, Here's the only hesitation. First of all, let me say that uh, Khabib is surely the favorite here. But as I handicapped the fight, he's 240 favorite. He ain't no 460 favorite. No way. This is the hardest fight for Khabib. This is in his backyard with the Muslim world. Princes, kings, queens, and presidents are going to be there. Make no mistake about it that he's regarding this as his most important fight. It's his toughest fight, and Poirier comes in with tremendous momentum. This price is lined incorrectly, and I absolutely like Dustin Poirier in this fight. I think he can go there and surprise him. Wow, bold. Very bold. Bold. Uh, but the price, I, is, the price is wrong, You know guys. what I was going to say? Poirier. I, I know. Poirier is not a, a, a three. I agree with a lot of what you said about Dustin. I, I agree with a lot of what you said about him. But as great as he is, Khabib is just that good. And if Khabib, listen, what's the one weakness with Khabib, Lou? He doesn't really have one. Like, his stand-up is much better. The one weakness, and you brought it up briefly there, he is hittable. Like, he's so confident he's going to take you down. It's the thing with him, Cam. Like, a lot of wrestlers will sort of shoot in from far and then, like, back off and do it again. And, like, 
Boom. He's not scared. He'll go right up to you in a phone booth and like, yeah, hit me in the face three times, bitch, and it, I don't care because I'm gonna. You're gonna be on your back in a second, and you're dead, right? He doesn't care. But as Lou stated, Michael Johnson wobbled him, and I remember that Lou years ago. He wobbled him. There's been a couple other guys that when he comes in, if you're not scared and you just hold your ground, man, and you. The problem is his chin has gotten tougher, and his stand up is better. I respect the hell out of Poirier. I just, just I have a hard time pulling the trigger on him, Lou. Uh, Gabriel, uh, my feeling is that Khabib, uh, it looked the Iaquinta fight. For two rounds, Khabib mopped the floor with Iaquinta, and then he got confident, thought he could stand up with him, and, and it went to decision. Uh, Poirier is, is better versed to compete with Khabib on the ground than anyone he's fought. As well, Khabib is not equipped to deal with Poirier standing up. He is not, and that will come through on on Saturday night. Hey, Khabib is the favorite, but he ain't no 460 favorite, and if we have a little bit of patience and let the parlay play and pukes begin to do their stuff, then we're going to get Poirier up to 380 or 400, and that's when I strike. Yeah, it'll get higher. I believe you. Uh, I don't. Uh, I don't. I don't disagree. How much higher? <laughs> How much higher can we go? It's pretty high. Um, that's it's, high. It's yeah, you mentioned it too. I, I didn't even know where this fight was. Yeah, it'll move up a little bit, Cam. Four seventy-five, maybe five hundred type thing. As Lou stated, you know, be a lot of parlay players and. Like I stated, uh, there'll be people that'll be putting Khabib at the front end of some NFL parlays at them, right? Yes, money line parlays. Then you get Khabib out of the way, and then boom, you're rolling into, yeah, rolling, rolling in a Sunday. Um, it is in Abu Dhabi, as as the United Emirates, as Lou alluded to. So, and uh, Khabib, of course, is uh, very, very religious. So it's sort of a home home fight uh, for him, as they're not fighting in Dazakhstan. So that'd be hardcore, though. Uh, Barbosa and Felder also on the card. Uh, we'll get you out of here in a minute, Lou. Anything else on the undercard uh, catch your eye this week? Yeah, I think Diego Ferreira, since he came back from his USADA uh, layoff, is a different fighter. And Tysimov, a big favorite in this fight, should be a favorite. But I think that Ferreira is a different fighter since he's come back. And Tysimov's had some USADA issues as well. I regard Diego Ferreira as live. And you got to go down another couple fights. Uh, uh, Nurmega Medov's best buddy, Tugahov, uh, who, who was in the melee uh, with Conor McGregor, he fights a guy out of England called Veroni Murphy. Nobody knows much about this Murphy, and I don't know how much he can wrestle, but, but this kid's a sharp, muscular, quick, explosive striker, and I've never been too impressed with Tugahov. So I got Murphy. As a as a pretty sizable underdog here, he's he's looking to me. Where is his price? Plus three thirty. Yeah, plus, plus three thirty. He's come down a little bit. So Murphy's Murphy's a go pending weigh-ins. Diego Ferreira's a go pending weigh-ins, and Dustin Poirier. Those those are the three dogs that I'm pretty much going to be committing to. Lou, thank you very much uh, for the time, uh, Lou. Always May the winners be yours thanks this so, weekend. Thanks so much, guys, and good luck to everybody. Good luck to you, Lou. There's a Lou, uh, Lou. with us.
Gamblue.com. Uh, Lou's website. Lou says it's going to be a bloodbath this week. Everybody's <laughs> going to lose. <laughs> People are getting stuck. Bloodbath. I like it. Violence in week one. There well, somebody's going to win, though. right? There's there, yeah, no. So there's going to be a lot of people that win. He, I basically think what he is saying, <laughs> it's not, there's going to be, and this happens here. There's going to be one game with a double-digit dog that is either going to like lose outright, or you know, for those people playing survivor pools, Gabe, you know what I mean, need a big field goal at the end to win, or might hit it, might not. That's basically what we're talking about. And you don't know that we've been betting this stuff since we were kids. There's going to be a game that looks too easy. That's going to be hard. Hopefully, it's not the ones that we're on. Because there's a lot of things to choose from. That's that's what I'm thinking. Usually happens every year. You get a scare week one with it. I'm not. I'm not in a hurry. I'm not in a hurry to lay uh, ten points with Seattle. But nope. Seattle's not going to lose the game outright. I'll tell you. In every survivor pool out there, Seattle will be the pick. I mean, like you know, if if you're in a Philly. survivor pool and you want to go contrarian. You know, you go against, yeah, Philadelphia against Washington will be another uh, big one. Both 10-point uh, favorites. Will there be an upset there? I doubt it. I don't I don't think so. Now, covering the point spread is another case. And the points is a lot of points. Week one is tricky, but I would argue, like I stated, what week is it tricky in the NFL camp? It's not um, like, oh, yeah, week 17's easy. You don't know who's playing. Oh, yeah, week 10's really easy, right? There is no easy week ever in the NFL. No. Like, there's, it's never easy. The numbers are too sharp week one, week every week. Every week you can look for, for those numbers. You know, you're going to find games that you like, but it's not easy. I agree with you 100%. Uh, Gabe, I'm not sure if you bet that uh, lady that I talked about in tennis, but she won. And I hate to do this as a Canadian, but this Mertens chick might be a huge dog tonight. I'd be very careful laying it with the... Uh, Andre Askew, who people, as Lou says, the parlay playing pukes, will put her together at minus 210 in parlays. This other chick's very, very, very talented. Good night at tennis. Andrescu's minus 200. Mertens, you've been really following this woman's tennis. I have, um, I got money on Plus it. 170. <laughs> Split with Lona, plus 230. Serena, yeah, minus Serena. 280. Yeah, come on. It was baby. a good call. Thanks, buddy. I think Serena's going to win it all. Uh, yeah, men's. It's, what do you got here? So we got oh, tonight Nadal twenty to one. Oh, oh yeah, he's twenty to one. But the other match is very interesting. Medvedev is really hot too. I've been watching this tennis while I'm doing putting my updates together in the afternoon. I watched it all. He looks really, really strong right now. He's a guy that uh, what is he a buck fifty? I'd be looking at him as well. He's very strong. One seventy eight. Oh, it's gone up. What do you like in baseball tonight, Gabe? Anything? Yeah. Ah, uh, I've been out. No, <laughs> I'm, I'm looked right now. <laughs> the answer is uh, no. <laughs> I'm not taking any games. <laughs> That's what's the best. That Philly game's off the board, so you don't have to worry about. No, that I'm in one. football mode. Yeah, I like. Uh, there's one. I'm going to take the Indians on the run line. What do you like? One of my. I like the Indians on the run line with Bieber. Uh, I like Nova the way he's been pitching, but coming back down to earth a little bit. So minus one and a half for Cleveland. Uh, I might go back to the well again with a dog. San, San Francisco with Bumgarner against Waka looks good at plus 110. I think Ranieri might have liked that one. And watch out again. I might put a small play on it, but why are the Pirates minus 180 again? This Duggar kid for the Marlins at plus 160 is pretty decent. So I'm looking at that. But Cleveland minus one and a half San Francisco will be played tonight, Gabe. 
One thing I wanted to say, and uh, I'll try to find something here on the baseball uh, diamond here. Uh, one thing I'll say about that Khabib fight. Listen, I think that, like I said, Dustin Dustin Poirier is a tougher challenge, even though it's not hype like Conor McGregor. Poirier is not a big blowhead that has a million lawsuits and isn't hung over every day. Poirier wants that. You know what I'm saying? So he's still got that hunger. He's a danger. He's more well-rounded. But I think ultimately it just means Khabib might get rocked a couple of times, guys. It wouldn't shock me. Ooh, Khabib's bleeding. You know what I mean? Like... Poirier's a tough son of a bitch that's going to land a few shots on him. Can he drop him? You never say never in the fight game, obviously. But I'm not getting in front of Khabib, bro. The guy's never freaking lost. And, Cam, it's not like you can say, oh, yeah, he's partying all the time now, man. The guy's this hardcore religious Muslim, like... Yeah, yeah, like he wants to like beat the shit out of every teenage kid that listens to rap in Dazakhstan. He thinks it's a disgrace. Like, he's hardcore. Like, he, he holds it in his real religious thoughts because it wouldn't be yeah. good. Like, he's Sharia-type exactly. stuff. I agree. Yeah, so I'm just stating, he doesn't let up, Cam. You know what I mean? He's focused. Like, he's not wasted. He's not, you know, he's already rich. His family's filthy rich, so money doesn't change him. Right? Like, nothing changes him. So, all right, what do you got, Cam? Best bet. Cleveland minus one and a half, San Francisco, Burton plus three and a half, split with plus 180. Hate to go against Canuck. Give me a baseball game. Man, this is the first time I really got nothing. Take the Redskins under six. That's my best bet. Yeah. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. Here's what you missed on Game Time Decisions. I'm at the FanDuel Sportsbook, but I'm actually really closer to the racetrack, guys. Yeah. Like, I'm literally, like, three, four feet away, and, like, I see, I see it all. Like, you know what I mean? Like, there's regulars, there's psychos. You know, we've got one guy that tries to climb through our studio every day. Uh, we got people trying to take the helmets, buy the helmets. A lot of these old dudes don't seem to understand the concept that when I'm talking and I have a headset on, uh, yeah. that I'm on the air. So a lot of people, like Will can attest to this, they talk to me while I'm talking. Like, they'll come yeah, over now sure. and start, but then they get mad. And then, like, I hear them smack talking me. Oh, yeah, that guy is a jerk. He ignores us. It's like, dude, like, the light is on. <laughs> I had a guy in the middle of a segment say, he's, like, waving his hands at me like it's a panic. I look over and he's like, do you know what time it is? <laughs> And I'm look, I'm like, no. And he's like, it's on your computer. Why don't you just tell me? And I'm like, F off. And then the guy like starts stalking me. He's hanging around all day, giving me dirty looks. Oh yeah, like there's uh it's 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 a mental institution here. Um so, so um <laughs> I just think it's just getting started. NFL football yeah. uh, begins right. tomorrow. Lou, let's let's jump in, so Lou. Uh, we've been talking about an NFL futures, but now there's no turning back. All right, uh, there's no turning back. The season starts. I played two futures yesterday here. I played the uh, the Bengals under six and the Redskins under six. Although I thought the Bengals were six and a half, and I got to the window and it threw me off. 
But I didn't chicken out. Maybe we get a push there at worst, but I don't think so. But the Washington Redskins one I really do like a lot. Me and Cam have gone over the schedule. I've broken this down ad nauseum over the last couple of days for people, but I'm going to bet it again uh, when we end the show right now. I'm going to get in on it again. I'm not confident. I just don't believe the Redskins win six games uh, this year. But I'll ask you, Lou, what's your, uh, what's your best uh, win totals of the year coming into the year? Yeah, I've settled on uh, two wins. I put out probably five weeks ago, and it's Kansas City under 10.5. I got it at the time, minus 110. And uh, L.A. Rams under 10.5, minus 115. Uh, I really like those. I tend to, uh, early on, go under. If I did like it over, I've been waiting until today or tomorrow to pull the trigger on it. Uh, The over that I really like, I'm chickening out a little bit with because of their terrible offensive line. Uh, so I may not have an over position this year. As far as positive moves are concerned, early on, about five weeks ago when I did release uh, those two unders, I took a personal wager on uh, Pittsburgh to win AFC North at plus well, 190. Uh, I, I was disappointed I didn't get the plus 200 that was there. Join the experts live on the air every day by calling in at 844-843-6879 to join the Fantasy Sports Network.